What's up, dude? Can you hear me? I can. How are you? Can't complain. What's going on? Nothing. Just World Series. What's the score? Well, nothing. Tampa. What inning? Fourth. Not bad. Go Tampa. I'm rooting hardcore for Tampa. The uh, the Dodgers won last night, right? Yeah, they killed them. Yeah. Haven't watched a second of it, but who knows? I was thinking about this weekend, like, like right now should be hockey and basketball along with football. It would have started by now. Well, hockey would have start like in a normal season. Um, hockey would have already started, and basketball usually starts the second or the last weekend or second last weekend of October every year. Yeah. Depend depending on the year, it's usually like I would say it's probably between like the twenty fifth and like the second or third of November is always like the first tip off. Right. Yeah, I know the NHL isn't starting until like. Right after New Year, right? Yeah, I guess they're doing, like, camp in, like, December. And then the first games are going to try to be January 1st, apparently. Yeah. Which, I mean, well, how are they going to do that? Are they doing a full season? I don't know, to be honest with you. Because, like, I remember you remember freshman year. Like, did you pay attention to hockey at all, like, freshman year? Uh, Yeah. Do you that not was... remember who won the Stanley Cup that year, Connor? Yeah. All right, relax. And I do remember that they get because I because the kid I you remember Tommy Siggins who lived next to me in the dorms. No. Oh uh, well, he was he lived next to me. Other way, not Evan. The other way. Um, and he was like the world's biggest New Jersey Devils fan, and so we used to talk hockey a lot. But he oh, was always I know pissed. What you're talking about. Yeah, but he was always pissed because of the lockout. And then I remember it started like right after Christmas break or whatever. Yeah, it started. It started Martin Luther King Day, and the reason why I know that is because Penn State hockey had a game in Philly that I got tickets for, and the Flyers' opening game was against the Penguins at after the the Penn State game. So the Penn State game was like during the day on that on that Sunday, I think. I think it was a Sunday, yep. um, and the Flyers their first game was that night. So I was gonna. What I was gonna do was I was gonna stay in Philly all day and just go to two hockey games back to back. But I didn't end up doing that. But that the reason why I bring it up is because that season had forty eight games and they started in January, like the, like what the second or third Monday of the January. Yeah. So I don't know how they're gonna do that. That was with forty eight games. You're almost almost doubling those amount of games to try to fit in one season. Well, if they don't do it, I mean, they're never going to be able to get the schedule back on the normal, normal like timeline unless they either shorten the season or shorten the off season. Which they're not going to shorten the off season. It basically think they have to just do what they do: play, you know, four months worth of games, and then early April, you know, mid April, whatever, start the playoffs, and then it'll end in June or whatever, and then then you're back to normal. But I, you just can't. I feel like you just can't play a full season it won't end until september again or october no you'll uh i mean they're not gonna play a full season i'll be the only way they play a full season if is is if they do back-to-back games like a ton you probably have to have like at least two or three back-to-back games per week 
Yeah. Like, so January 4, 8, 12, 16. So, like, the, the last game typically is always, like, the first weekend of April. So, like, you would have 12 weeks to go 80, to go 82 games, give or take a few. Yeah. Like, a few weeks, between, like, 12 and 13 weeks. So, what is that? That's, like, that you would have to play every day. Yeah. Is that math right? Sorry, I, I'll explain later, but I'm half paying attention. But, yes, I, I, I'm trusting your math because you're good at doing math in your head. 12, yeah, because 12, 82 divided by 12 is like six point something. It's almost seven. So you would have to play, you would have to play every game, every, every day. Yeah. You would have two off days. That's it. Yeah, that's not going to happen. There are so many sirens. Coming I was just going to say, you don't live in Geneva anymore. You live can in you, Chicago. Can you hear them? Yeah. They're, it's like every time, like what the hell's going on? Chicago. Yeah, but like I don't, I can't. I'm looking out the window to see if I can see where they are, but I can't. Is another is another car on fire? Like no. Well, I also also I do live right next to the highway, which I mean, cops take the highway to get places faster. So, but these are sound like they're in my neighborhood, like as opposed to on the highway. I also don't live very far from a fire station, but those are police sirens. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. Yeah, not uh, not quiet old Geneva, Illinois anymore, is it? No, not at all. Yeah. Anyway, yes, there is no way they play full NHL season, but they haven't released a schedule or anything, so I'm curious to see how they proceed. Yeah, Tim here. And then I don't know what's going on with basketball either, so no clue. Yeah, like the NBA. Yeah. Well, college is still starting up here in the next month or so, right? Kind of as scheduled. I thought it was like for an hour. I think it was like the first weeks of December, right? Or I thought it was of... late. I thought it was late November, no. Are they? I, I, I last I saw or like I haven't really looked into that because I thought yeah. like college like I wasn't really like because I just got in the football mode. So Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know about college basketball. Well as long as they play and as long as there's March Madness, and as long as everything's back to normal, and we can go to Vegas, doesn't matter to me. Yeah. But yeah, what well, Chambers, man? Listen, I, I don't get it. I seriously, I don't get it. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if they because so I talked to my par- I called my parents earlier. And we were talking about this too, and so the, every, everything had to do with like the news comment, right? That's what you texted me, and yeah. I think okay. From what so, I'm reading. And, from what I'm reading. Yeah, so the way I look at that, obviously he shouldn't have said it, but I don't think that that is a fireable offense. I think it was an honest mistake. He regretted it. He apologized. It wasn't bad to the point where he should be fired over it. So I'm thinking they're using this as an excuse because he was on thin ice anyway. Just And granted, I know this past year he would have made the tournament, whatever, but I think he was on thin ice just due to overall performance over the past eight years, 10 years, however long he's been there. And they just said, you know what? Here's our way to, to get Chambers out. Let's take it. But but what? If, if, if this story came out in June, right? Yeah. If it was so bad that it was a firewall offense, why don't you get rid of him then? 
maybe there's more to the story that they're just finding out. I don't know. But, but if, I, if there's really more to the story, if he was a racist guy or had or said so many racist comments along along the lines. And, and again, I agree with you. I don't think the the comment was racist. But if it was that bad, why did it take if it came out in June? Why did it take three months, four months after June to fire him? When when you have multiple players that came out that after that after that um like that comment came out to the public saying that Pat Chambers was a great guy. He had Lamar Stevens, Tony yeah. Carr, everyone. Where was where, where was that? That's what I don't understand. That's a good question. That's what I'm sure I'm sure more will come out. I think there's uh, we just don't know enough for him to be fired. I think but I think I, there's more to the story. But th- then release that. I think that if you fire yeah. someone, you release it automatically. And if there's something if there's something bad that happened in your program, you don't cover it up either. I think you we I think Pennsylvania itself firsthand knows before. a thing or two about yeah yeah knows knows the thing about covering up shit you release full yeah. documentation and you release it now not not months down the road after the fact like in march you you release it like you say hey we fired coach chambers because of this this and that that's yep. it i don't understand i don't i really don't understand why there's transparency with some things involved around sports but not transparency with any other, with shit like this at all. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, I don't know. I, I guess we just wait and see. I'm more curious though about. Well, first of all, this was not. I had very low expectations for our team this year, just due to the guys we lost. I have even lower expectations now that best case scenario we get a coach in who has approximately one month to work with the team before the season starts. It's going to be a rough, yeah, it's going to be a rough Penn State basketball season, in my opinion. Dude, that's another, that's another another thing, dude. Why, like, you're putting, I I was going to tweet this out, but then, like, when I first saw Pat Chambers resign, I thought he resigned for, like, health reasons, yada, yada, I didn't, I, because that's when it first reported, right? He just resigned. It wasn't that whole internal investigation. I was going to tweet out saying, I hate when coaches leave, whether they leave their, on their own or, or programs get rid of them. Short time period before the Yeah, it should be starts. right after the season. It, it should be right after the season, no questions asked. It should, like, I think it's out of respect. So, out of respect, if it's going from the coach, leaving on their own, like they're resigning or they're retiring or anything, out of respect for the program and for the players, you give them – as soon as you know you're going to retire, you tell them as soon as you know. That way you get advance notice and you can't retire or quit or resign until the season ends. Mm-hmm. I think that should be a law. And vice a versa, law. if you're if you're if you're a program that wants to get rid of a coach, I mean, granted, I know like mid season, like you gotta change shit up, but if at like if you're three quarters of the season in or something like that, and you're like, hey, like we know we're getting rid of you at the end of the year. You get you give them that leeway, that respect, that they finish out the season and then can them. I hate that shit. I cannot stand when players are left dangling because their coaches left or their program, you know, made their coaches leave. Yeah, no, I get it. 
I, I get it. But it is what it is. Just got to deal with it. Penn State basketball is going to be in for a rough ride. Uh, it, it's I, I you know, this this past spring was the probably the best team we're ever going to see go through Penn State. No, we'll have a good team again. Uh, how I don't know. Things change. How many teams? This how the- many teams have sucked and then all of a sudden war became good? A lot. This is this is no. This, like having bad years and being a bad program are two different things. Penn State basketball is a bad program. Name 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 three schools that were bad programs for a long period of time and then all of a sudden became. You know, decent. I'm not saying they have to be Duke or UNC, but like Blue Buds. I'm saying like decent. Like, look at them. You're like, okay, I, good. I don't know the full history, but like, what about like Florida State, right? A team that I'd never heard of growing up, but all of a sudden the past five, maybe longer years, they've been contending in the ACC and they've been making the tournament consistently. You know, they flipped the switch. There's one example. Um, who else? I can't think of any more off the top of my head, but I think that's a fair, a fair. That's that's why though, that, like bad programs stay bad programs. It's as simple as that. And Penn State can't recruit. We've gone over this. Penn State cannot recruit. They don't. That's why you have to develop talent. It's how do how does a school like Wichita State make the Final Four? How does a school like I I don't know. Butler make the Final Four two years in a row not that long ago. They did it because they were able to develop talent. That's what it comes down to, and that's all in the coach. And sure, sometimes no, sometimes no, you're John Calipari no, who gets you know no, top no. Connor. You're so wrong about this because all you ever talk about is all it matters is you get the top players and then you just throw them out there and they'll win your games. That's not how it works. That's only half the battle. You have to be able to look at which if Wichita State was so great at developing players year after year after year after year, they'd be in the Final Four every year. They had they had a good recruiting class who exceeded expectations. They demolished the. They demolish their. They don't play anyone, so they have a good record. They get a higher seed in, in the in the tournament, and they face lower teams. It's that simple. Uh, and then now they, they and Butler, as soon as he left, as, as soon as those guys left, they were nothing. They're not making me lead eights every year. They might get to the Sweet Sixteen every other year, but they're not. Like look, look at the programs that are in every year going to the Final Four, Elite Eight. It's UNC. It's Kentucky. It's Duke. It's Virginia. It's all these programs that recruit the best players. Yeah, I, I like I said, that's half the battle. The other half is having – it's easier – it is easier to recruit good players than it is to develop, like, like average players into good players. Of course, that's the fact. But you need to have a good coach. You can't just – like, you couldn't give me a team of five stars and expect me to win, you know, championships because I can't coach a basketball team like that. You have to you have to have the right balance. But some teams. If you had a group, if you had a team of five stars, if I gave you, say, three five stars and probably two, three, three to four stars and you were the coach and I gave Coach K 10, 10 D3 athletes. Your team would win every time. I would 
take that bet 10 times out of 10. I think you're so wrong. I, I think I'm so right. I, you, there's no way. You're, basketball, more than any other sport, is you just playing. Maybe baseball. But basketball, if you have the athletes, you're going to win. As a former basketball player, like competitively in high school and on travel teams, I disagree with you. You're, you're telling me a group of three-star athletes won't beat a, a group of D3 athletes? If, if, you, if you brought them all together day one, no. But you gave them a couple months to develop under a good coach and the five stars were just sticking around without a good coach or no coach at all or whatever. Yeah, I'd take the three stars. Uh, okay. So when you look at the – you can even look at Illinois – Look at the teams from Illinois high school basketball that win the state championship. And I guarantee you at least two of them from each team that wins the state titles have kids going to D1 schools. And they're beating kids up that are going to, like, smaller, smaller schools. I guarantee that. You, okay, let me, let me counter your point. Geneva Community High School, home of the Vikings, what was it, three years ago, I believe, went to – the state finals, right? The state final four. They might have even made it to the championship game, but they went to the state finals. They beat Simeon, I believe, aka like perennial powerhouse Simeon. You know how many kids from that team yeah. went to play D one basketball? A grand total of none All of, them. of them. One of them. One of them. Oh, one Geneva. of them played D two. I guarantee you, Simeon had multiple D one guys. The best Geneva kid did from that team. Simeon. Simeon. Simeon signed everyone to to D one college. Yeah, you know Geneva. Did not send a – the best player from that team played D2, I believe. All right, and did they – then who they I have no to? idea. This was like three I, – I mean, I can look. you want me to look I, it up? I, I guarantee the team that they, they lost to had kids going to D1 school. Let's see. I'm looking it up. What year would that have been? Uh, was, my friend's younger brother was a senior. He's a year younger than us, which means he would have graduated in 20 – no, he's two, is he two years younger than us? He would have been 2014 then. That wasn't three yeah, years. Yeah, you're right. I'm getting my ago. years very confused. Yeah, okay. Let me, let me try 2014. I'll look up 2015. Illinois, I don't know if all states do this, but Illinois does a really good job of, like, tracking state championship stuff. That's how Pennsylvania is, too. Although it's not the easiest thing to search. There's a Wikipedia page for it. I don't know what class they are. You guys play in Peoria? That's weird. It doesn't look like it was 2014. Unless we're... No, we would have been... No. So, wait... You got you guys are four A. I, I I'm gonna go with yes, but I don't know for sure. You guys didn't make the the finals. It was in 2015. You guys didn't make the finals at all. In 2015. 2015 or 2014. Maybe it was 2013. Was it 2013? Because that was Simeon defeated Stevenson. No, I'm, we made like the final four. I don't. We like I said, we might have lost. 
then you then you've lost in the yeah. That's what I'm saying. We lost, but we still made it. I mean, that's. I will click on. Well, all right. So Stevenson or or Whitney Young was the champion. Whitney Young won in 2014. Yeah, Whitney Whitney Young. 2014 basketball team. Hard. Well, yeah, Whitney Young and Is always very good. And why are they always good? Because they're a charter school and they can like recruit players. <laughs> and, and and would they recruit players from that are going to D- Division three schools? Maybe I don't know. Never asked. Oh, false. Oh, Whitney Young? Yeah, Jaleel Okafor played for them. One player. The one player was the 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 highest recruited player for his class. Wait, wait. Okay, wait. Now I'm conf- maybe he wasn't on. Fuck, dude. I'm sorry. I'm getting so confused with my with my like what I'm trying to reference, but um. This is also very anecdotal. I don't think it necessarily matters, but that Geneva has not made the final game in twelve years. I'm just looking at from oh seven, oh eight to nineteen twenty. Or no, sorry, fifteen sixteen. Yeah. Well we're we're not a very we're not a basketball school. That's because, yeah, never mind. It doesn't matter. All right. My point is, though, if you had five five stars playing five D3 players, my five stars would win every time. I don't care if I'm the coach or, like, my little sister is the coach. My athletes are going to beat your athletes. And name name one of Penn State's greatest athletes to come through for, for Penn State basketball. I don't know, Lamar Stevens? Yeah, and his class was Tony Carr and Mike Watkins, right? And that was the best recruiting class that Penn State basketball has ever seen with Pat Chambers. We don't get Philly kids. We don't. All the Philly kids go to Nova or go to the bigger schools. Yeah. It's going to be a while. This past year was probably the best Penn State basketball team we'll see in our lifetime. Yeah, I agree. Ten minutes ago, you didn't agree. That's because I'm only half paying attention, so I just said I agree to 
say something. Why are you having because to pay attention? You said I'm you were still looking say. stuff up. Now I'm on a now I'm in a rabbit hole. It had to have because in 2016-2017, we went 28 and three. Here's our whole schedule. We beat Batavia. Let's go for Batavia. Then we lost to yeah, that we can't be it. Where the fuck did we go? Twenty-two and seven. That's not bad. No, I know this happened. This might have been it. Fourteen, fifteen. We went thirty and five. You played more games. Yeah. Is that you said 2013, 2014? Yeah. We lost to who does NCH North NCHS? Who's that? Who are you? Normal community. We did make the final four that year. We made the state semifinals. Yeah, so you lost the state finals. We lost to normal, as in Bloomington normal, as in the middle of the state. Bumble, fuck nowhere. Maybe it wasn't us. Okay, nor normal. Okay, well here, not not exa- So I had it backwards, but point still proven. You lost to Bennett Academy. Oh, they're, no, they're good. Yeah, yeah. Why are they good? Because Nick? again, they have a great coach who develops talent, unlike us. The, if no, what I'm saying is here. Normal again. Normal is. Bumblefuck, Illinois. Middle of the state, middle of nowhere. It's where Illinois State is. It's a very rural, like, farming... It's, it's like a town, obviously. It's a college town, but, like, small-ass... It's like State College, right? Imagine State College in the middle of the, uh, Illinois. They beat Simeon by 14. How'd that happen, Connor? Why did they beat Simeon? Their best players must have been injured. Or maybe they had the better coach. It does No. So you're telling me that there is no logical reason why they won. Because 10 times out of 10, the team with better talent will always win. Because they only have talent. There's 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10. That's why there's things called upsets. Surprised you believe in upsets. I believe in miracles, that's why. Yeah. Soviet Union should have beat America. Wiped out from the record book. The Soviets had better players. The game doesn't count. The laws of Connor's sports yeah. world were broken, which means Soviet Soviet it's law. Won. It's not a law. You 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 just put you. My argument is recruiting is more of an emphasis than coaching. Wait, what? Recruiting is more of an emphasis than coaching. Because if you have the best coaches, you can get as much as you can out of your players. But if your players aren't as talented. As the the people they're going against, it doesn't matter. You know what we should do? What? Hey, sorry, my headphones disconnected. Hate it when that happens.
Same here. You don't have headphones. Are you are you wearing headphones right now? No, never. I just, I'm well, just saying I, I hate you when your headphones back come back out. You know what America should do? And also, I really just hate having this conversation. I'm going to preface this by saying that, but I'm going to keep going. We should we should adopt the European model where in like sports teams, specifically soccer teams in Europe, are privately owned. To where you can just buy players as long as your owner has enough money. And that's like that's what they do. They just buy players from whoever they want, you know, irregardless of price, because everyone who owns these clubs are these rich, like Russian billionaire guys. But anyway, I would love to hear that to be the case in America. Let's get rid of the draft. Let's get rid of let's get rid of, you know, trades and salary caps and all of that. Let's just say if you can afford the player, you buy them and they're on your team for as long as you're willing to pay them and as long as they're willing to play. Because then that really takes away the emphasis on coaching, right? So a guy like, I don't know, a, a guy like Tom Izzo is, is all of a sudden not that important because Michigan State just has to get a really, really wealthy team owner to buy all the best players. And then they can have me be their head coach for pennies on the dollar because I'll sit around and do nothing while they win championships. I would love that. Let's do it. I'm not saying that you don't need a good coach, but you're you saying that coaching. No, I'm saying they are. I'm saying they are equally important. I'm not saying coaching is more important. I'm saying they're equally important. Uh, no, I I disagree in that because look at look at Eric Spoelstra. How do you think he got his team to the finals? Oh, 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 okay, coach. No, I would say he's a great coach. He, he's a good coach. He's not great, but look how he won his championships. He won his championship. So how do you make the finals this best year? Players in the NBA. Who do you have other than Jimmy Butler? What? East I've never weak. heard of that person. East. Oh, East that's your excuse? Weak. No, that's, I'm not saying that's an excuse. excuse. I'm just saying East was weak. Even... Not an excuse. Well, sounds like one to me. That's all I'll say. You, but do you, do you understand my argument? You can have You could have – an okay player, and you can be the best coach of all time, but you can only coach him up to a certain level. It's like if you played Madden, like you can't uh, like take a guy that's a seventy rank and turn him into a ninety nine rank. Yeah, but there, but there were plenty you of good players, like, like really good players, who just flopped because they didn't get the right coach, they didn't get the right system, and they flopped. All right, so you you. You, you, as the athletic director for Penn State basketball or for Penn State University, and we're talking about the program right now, you shell out $20 million. I don't care how much. I'll, write a, I'll give you a blank check for a lot of that. Go get Coach K or go get someone of that level. Okay. They will, they'll make Penn State a better program. Absolutely. However, until they start b- getting better players in there, they won't compete with Michigan State, um, Wisconsin, Indiana for the Big Ten title. And sure as hell it won't. Uh, compete for the uh, national title. You need good players in there. We don't get good players because we can't recruit pen- basketball players to Penn State. It's that simple. Yeah, but you also have to think of it uh, the, uh, like conversely. Good coaches get the best players because they proved they can develop the best talent. Like, I, like when Mike Shashevsky became co- head coach of Duke, did Duke have this long history of being the best program? I don't, I don't know, but I don't think so. But he was able to take whatever players he could get at the time, develop them, and then he started winning championships. So then everyone was like, oh, hey, I want to play for Mike Krzyzewski because he can make me the best player I can be and I can win championships and go to the NBA. But he had to do that with the no-name guys before the best players in the country started wanting to go there. 
So he 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 earned that reputation. Yeah, yeah, you do earn that because it's longevity. Look at Jay Wright at Villanova. Look at, Look at Mark Few with Coach Gonzaga. K, like you Fucking said, Gonzaga. at Duke. Like, oh, they haven't won shit. I love they, Gonzaga. They, you don't talk bad about they, Gonzaga. They, they, no, they, they are the oh, Mi- Michigan that is a, Wolverines that is of college disrespectful. Athletes. They made the championship game. They made the championship game like three it's years ago. Just, did they win anything? Did they win it? Connor, no, you can't. I, mm. I mean. It, it's a little. It's a little better than it, it's Notre Dame football. It is Notre Dame football. That, that's what they are. They'll they'll make the championship. No, but you can't say that run, because Notre Dame football is is like Notre, Notre Dame, one of the most storied programs there is. Gonzaga basketball. They they, they have not. They, they haven't have won three anything. years. Every year they have a good year. The, every year they have a good year, and then at somewhere elite eight. It, how many final fours have they even made? Like I don't know. One, at least two? at least the one because of the championship game in twenty seventeen or whatever. Obviously, but but every year this they, year they fall flat on the case. I know. Again, they play a week. I know. Play thirty week games. I know it's just speculation, and we'll never know for sure. But this year, dude, this year their team was like maybe the best team that they've ever had. They they were going to be an absolute force to be reckoned with, and I'm so bummed I couldn't watch them play the tournament because they were going to be. Like, they they would have had as good a shot as anyone to win it this year. So well, Penn State, Penn State standards, yeah. But Gonzaga, until they actually win it, I Butler was closer to winning the national title than Gonzaga. I don't know the refs in that Gonzaga. Do you remember that North Carolina Gonzaga championship game where there were like twenty four fouls in the second half, and it was the yes. slowest game? Oh God, it was hell yes. on earth. But I don't care because Gonzaga. I do care because I love Gonzaga. That, that's totally fine. That that's you're right. However, they have they haven't got over the hump. They're 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 a great team. I'll, I'll use James Franklin's words. They're a great team. Great program. I think they're, they're an elite, elite program. program. No, you cannot be elite if you haven't won anything. So you're telling me that like there are a grand total of like four elite college football teams in the past like 12 years that's it absolutely yeah clemson ohio state alabama what about oregon uh, not, not oregon florida state they won a championship i mean for the first half of of um the 2010s is that the the phrase for for this time period from like 2010 to 20, probably like what 15? They were in elite pro. What about Auburn? Are they elite? They won one. What four? No, six years ago, eight years ago, 2012. I don't remember. 2011. It was 2011. They don't look so hot this year. But are they no. elite because they won a championship? No, that doesn't make you leave. I think you have to. It, it, it's all about longevity. All right. Well, if if I have a good night at the bar and I bring home a hot girl, does that make me elite, like dude? No, I have to do that like consistently, not make it a fluke. I'd call you elite, but let's let's be honest, you couldn't swing that type of situation. So, 
No, I couldn't. Because <laughs> I'm not elite. I can, what if I consider myself elite? So elite. So elite that I'm too elite Absolutely for the girls. Not. That's how I view it. That's how I view it. They're not elite. Absolutely no, not. The thing is, the girls Absolutely. aren't elite Absolutely enough. Not. That's the problem. Hey, oh, shut what can up. I say? Shut up. You got to. You're the Rutgers. Of which You're sport? Rutgers. Football? Okay. Yeah. And then who are you? Football. You. I'm, 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 Purdue. No, not even Purdue. Hey, every so away. often you'll beat Wisconsin. Yeah, every so often I'll have a, I'll have a, I don't want to say I'm Illinois though. That's I'm, I'm not a scumbag. Yeah. Like, fuck I love you, Smith's a stand up dude. Um, I respect him. Who would it be? Yeah, I, I just hate Illinois program though. Um. Jesus, I came in thick right no. now. No, I'm Northwestern. Uh, they have uh, too much respect for humanity. That you, you don't necessarily fall into that bucket. They're Northwestern, which is smart people. Yeah. Can I be NC State? No, because you got to be a team like that. Like really, sta- NC State is the most just like whatever, no big deal kind of school that exists. You have to be a school with a. No, you you got to be a yeah, lot of personality. I am. But underperforming. So Miami. Yeah, but they're good. But I want that flash. Um. So what? What program has a lot of personality? But I, hey, what about Texas A&M? They have a lot of personality. They have all of the. They get recruiting. They have the tradition. They have schools, they have everything, but they underperform every year and they don't win and they never won a national title. I can give you Texas A&M. But the reason, you, you met my friend Robin who went there. You and her could not be more polar opposites. That's why Yeah. I'm thinking you and Texas A&M don't match, but that's only one person. So. Fair enough. You could be like you could be like West Power. Virginia. Every so often, flashes. Every so often, flash. Like everybody knows That's West fair. Virginia. Oh, high-powered offense, throwing the ball. You know, like uh, who's that guy from? Who's that guy who's? It's in you your know, face. Three years ago, Pat White, maybe four. Um, quarterback guy. Oh fuck! What was his name? No idea. He did horn Yeah, because he scored that game-winning touchdown, like at Texas, or the two-point conversion. Oh, yeah, I can't. Even... That, that was David. I remember the yep, worst yep, name yep. was David Stills. Who was the quarterback? Exactly. And I fit West Virginia personality as well. <laughs> I would not lose to Pitt, though. All right. Will Greer, that's exactly who Will it is. Greer. All right, that's you. Will Greer era West Virginia. The fact that the fact that it's horns down too. That oh is, yeah, that, that is something. I so would I, honestly, the only reason why the only reason why horns down is as good as it is is because how pissed Texas fans get about it. Well, it's 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 hilarious. I. Horns down, I think, is the greatest hand. I think it's the greatest yeah. celebration of it's all It's the time. biggest fuck you in sports, or at least in college football. 
without a doubt. The be- the oh, yeah. best is when Oklahoma players would do it because that's like their main rival. Like, oh, I lose. I I hate Oklahoma, and if I had to go between the two schools, I'd pick Texas, Texas every time. But the fact that Oklahoma like kids do the horns down, they, didn't amazing. they make it a penalty to I, I do horns down? For for one year, because everyone I hate it. Everyone was political and correct. Did not want to offend University of Texas and all of its glory. And you know yeah, they made it. That it, is the just, softest it, rule in sports history. It's ridiculous. It's so soft. Soft, softest. Absolutely, absolutely. I hate it. You know, in Texas, you have a lot of conservatives, <laughs> but they act like Democrats in that situation. Yep. Everything's got to be on equal terms. Do you know that Tex- University of Texas is one of the hardest public schools? Yeah, it's very good academically. Although in the in the state of Texas. It's yep. one of those schools where if you have if you have this GPA, this class rank, and this SAT or ACT score, you automatically get in. It's really really hard for yeah, out of state people. I think though. it's like I don't know if it's a I I don't know if it's a requirement or if it's like one of those things. But someone t- my professor, my sociology professor, we're, yeah. we're talking about affirmative yeah. action. Do you know what it is? All right. We were talking about that that in sociology class, my junior year, my senior year, and um, he said that I don't know. I forget if there's a requirement or it's like an automatic getting get like you said, but you have to be in the top ten percent of your class, your high school class. No, that's not how you get in. That's how you are guaranteed admission. Texas has a thing where if you're a Texas resident and you meet these specific criteria, one of which is class rank, I think another one is either ACT or SAT score, they'd let you in. Like, they can't not let you in. But that's not the case for, like, if I applied in Texas, it would just be, you know, an arbitrary decision. So, yeah, no, it's really good. It's very good school. Very good school. Pokemons. I heard Austin is a phenomenal Oh, I feel like you hate well. Austin. It's supposed to be... I feel like yeah, it's, it's supposed to be so cool. Like I, everyone I know who's been there has absolutely loved it. But like the whole thing of Austin is keep Austin weird because it's this super liberal oasis in the middle of a super conservative state. Like that's what makes Austin so interesting. Which I think is. I I heard. Oh Austin yeah, the bar scene there is supposed to be pretty wild. I feel like it's like liberal Nashville. Although Nashville might also be. I don't know, but it's like Nashville except in Texas. Dude, seeing girls oh, in cowboy God, boots if I see and, like, sundresses get me going. Sun, cowboy boots, get out of here. You could be all over me. You're wearing cowboy boots. Walk away, please. Move on. Oh, yeah. Really? Oh, yeah, there's something about them that really, really turns me off. Right. Oh, they are dude, yours. I don't need to pass them. I'll just walk away. Why are you always eating on this podcast? I'm also done. I just put them away. I bought those peanut butter filled pretzels from Trader Joe's. Great, great snack. Incredible. All right. I've never been to a Trader Joe's. Probably never will be, but. They have good stuff. Um, Yo, let's get into picks real quick. I don't know what my time mode is. Oh, by the way, did I lose you that? You most certainly did on that kicker. Right? Did you see the whole situation? 
I, yes. What a, uh, dude, I want to talk about this. I'm going to go on a rant for, for a real quick second. All right. This dumbass, okay. And you know my rants about kickers, okay. You're on the field for less than 10% of the game. Do your job. It should not come down to these stupid, idiotic soccer players that decide, hey, I'm going to go to school to be a kicker. All right. Shut up. Do your job. You think they, they, they had what, like 50 seconds to travel, like, 50 yards or something like that to get into field goal range, and they got in well of his field goal range, and he shanks it like an idiot, like an idiot. It's all your fault, and then he goes over on the field and throws his helmet. Any other player, if it wasn't a kicker, if that was any other player and a coach saw him throw his helmet, they'd be kicked off the team. All right? Every, every football team that I played for, if you threw your helmet, you were in trouble. <clears throat> all right? I... You were you, you were done. Your, your coach would like wring your neck, all right. And then, well, I don't even know what it was said. And I hope the the backup quarterback did say like sh- like stop being a baby ass bitch, all right. And he goes after them, dude. You're 140 pounds. What what are you like five ten, five eleven tops, and you're 140 pounds. It you cost the team a game. Imagine if UCF was still undefeated. And that cost them a chance to make a New Year's Six Bowl. Because this dumbass. And on top of that, I look up, according to 247sports.com, I don't know if this is true or not, but he's on scholarship too. A kicker, a specialist that is on scholarship, is a waste of of scholarship. It is unreal that this kid is on scholarship, missing kicks. I hate, hate kickers. I always hate kickers. I always will hate kickers. They screw up more than they actually come through. Morgies are lost on legs of these stupid ass bitches that call themselves kickers and football players than are actually worn. You get the glory like Adam Ben Terry who wins Super Bowls and like Jake Elliott for the Eagles that kicked the 61 yarder. Great. That's well done. Okay. But you guys lose more games than you win. All right. It's great that you kick long field goals and like, yeah, that might be out of your range. And hey, you're doing a great job. You're going above and beyond for your team. But when you're fucking within 40 yards and your distance is that, it should be 100% accurate. 100%. Maybe laces were out like Ray Finkel. We'll never know. But this kid, I hate him. I hate him for life. And if I lose this bet by a game, I'm blaming this kid. And I'm going to find him. And what a moron, dude. I'm, all right, that's it. I'm done. I hate, I'm going to get fired up. I'm going to be going on for 20 minutes about these stupid kickers that cost so many people – games and chances well that was nice I was again half tank attention so I, I apologize for that but no I know I, I don't care you don't have to pay attention it's my rant like you probably don't pay attention to 90% of the shit I say yeah here, sorry I gotta I gotta respond God to a text it. real quick you can keep ranting if you want no, because I'll I'll be doing this for the next thirty minutes. We won't get be able to get picks in. I hate kickers, dude. I still I would love. I think what I need to do, if and when I go back to get my masters, <clears throat> I'm just gonna try out for the football team, and get my masters while being the kicker. Imagine, imagine oh. I go to Penn State for my MBA, and I walk onto the football team. Things happen. I end up becoming the starting kicker, and. Big Ten championship game, we're playoff spot on the line. 30-yarder chip shot to win, and I miss it. 
Would you would you ever talk to me again? I'd probably talk to you, but I'd probably just like be like, yo, why the fuck can you make that kick? What what was so wrong with what why can you do your job? I, I'd be pissed at you. Pressure? Shut oh, up. Oh, you can't tell me there's not pressure. Shut up. There's pressure, but it shouldn't matter to you. One second, one second. One second. All right, let's rock and roll. We are still tied because you did get the um, A&M victory correct, and then we both picked Alabama correctly. So with that in mind, we proceed, both of us being 11 and 7. Getting down to the wire here. We're, we're about halfway through. We are in week seven. Can you still hear me? Yo, can you hear me? Sorry. Sorry, I don't know what happened there. You're good. Do you have shit pulled pull up? Yeah. We. When When did you lose me? I couldn't hear you at all. I no, think you're pulling shit up. Yeah. No, we uh, we're tied. We're both eleven and seven. I got the UCF game over Memphis. You got the A and M game over Mississippi State. We both picked Alabama. So we are on week seven, and we are tied at eleven and seven each. So. That means we proceed into this week. And you pick first this week. All right. So, by the way, you don't write down game day, do you? No, I feel like we didn't really ever track that all that closely. But you, do you, did you say Minnesota, Michigan? I think I did. Good. uh, Kudos to you. Yeah. Here, did you? I'm I'm looking at the college football page on ESPN. Did you read the Big Ten East preview? I'm wondering what they say about Penn State. Yeah, it was it was good read. I'm gonna read it after this. Good read. I'm gonna go back. Get out of here. What the fuck is that? All right. So the question comes down to the Big Ten is open. I know we discussed this briefly before, but are we going from three to five or sticking at three? Let's let's just stick it. Let's just stick at three. I think that's that's working well. All right, fair enough. Unless you are adamant one way or the other, I'm not. I I didn't give a shit. So you right. you decided already. All right. All right. We got a little I'll... Friday night lights. Illinois, Wisconsin, ILL. 
You say I and I. That's their chant. No, because I hate Illinois. I think we just went over this. Yeah, I know. But anyway. That's a dumbass chant, too. I-L-L-I-N-I. I used to have a shirt that spelled out I-L-L-I-N-I. It was one of my favorite shirts. I was a big Illinois fan. I had no reason not to be. My mom went there, you know. I lived in Illinois. I had every reason to be an Illinois fan. The only other logical school would have been Northwestern because I went to a bunch of Northwestern football games. But it was always Illinois. Football and basketball. I, I, growing up, I always thought Illinois would be closer to Chicago because that's where it seems like everyone in Illinois lives. But it's like, yeah. like it's down south. I don't get that. That's in the middle of the state. But yeah, Whatever. three hours from Chicago. Um, all right. I'm going to take the NC State-UNC game. All right. Speaking of NC State, NC State, not MC. Why can't I type? NC State versus UNC. Um, not really a great weekend. I I am gonna take Michigan, Minnesota. Okay. Um, SMU, Cincinnati. Um, oh, I didn't see. Do. Yeah, do you want to do that one? Yeah, is that cool? Yeah. All right, and then let me know when you're done typing. All right, I'm done. All right, I'll take UNC. I'm also taking UNC. I think last week was a fluke for them. Michigan, Minnesota. I'm taking... uh... I'm taking Minnesota. As am I. I'm. I've decided. I'm picking unless it's a a huge like obvious pick. I'm picking against Michigan for the rest of my life. Okay. Cincinnati SMU. Oh, I'll take Cincinnati. I'm taking SMU. Nice. So. Hello, their best receiver is out for the season, but they've looked good. Are you watching? Let's lock it in. Lock we got in. NC State, UNC, Michigan, Minnesota, Cincinnati, SMU. You have UNC, Minnesota, Cincinnati. I have UNC, Minnesota, and SMU. So next week, one way or the other, one of us will be one game ahead of the other. Correct. And right. the, the obvious game day choice for next week is Penn State, Ohio State. Agree? Yep. I can't disagree there. I love the I fact that they already came out and said it's the late game. Yeah. Like, they know. that This game has been, like, last year, maybe not so much, but 2016, 17, and 18. That game was, like, top five best games of college football each, each of those three years. Well, it's also the top five most viewed, like, games, I think, too, for the past yeah. years as well. Yeah. I'm trying to see. If there, is there any other game that even comes close? No. Not even close. Which, if Mississippi State somehow played as well as they did against LSU, maybe, but yeah, they they aren't. So, well, here's another thing that came and in Texas too, for that matter. They're at Oklahoma State next week. 
Wait, who is what? Say Texas. Again? Texas. Oh yeah. Um. Why am I? I'm dude. I'm looking at the the Penn State Ohio State. Oh, there it is. I couldn't find it for some reason. There it is. Okay. Two two things I want to know. One. A lot of conferences, I know the SEC specifically, make up their schedule like months in advance. Like months in advance, Pen- Big Ten makes it years in advance. Like we've had the yeah. date for next year's Ohio State Penn State game for at least two or three years now. Yeah, I want to know if if Penn State Ohio State becomes a game that conferences schedule around nowadays. Because for the past couple of years, it seems like Penn State Ohio State has been on a weekend that's, that there weren't a lot of conference games. Might be coincidence, or it might be, hey, like, conferences are starting to look at that game and be like, hey, like, we're not going to get a lot of viewers for this game, so let's schedule around this. Yeah. Well, I mean, the past four years, the winner of that game has won the Big Ten. And I know it's been one state one year, or say three, but still, I mean, I think you could make the argument 2017 and 2018 – Penn State beats Ohio State. Penn State probably at least makes the Big Ten championship, if not wins the whole thing. La- last year, too, even. Last year, I mean, we beat Ohio State last year. Even if we had lost to Minnesota, we still would have made the Big Ten championship game. Yeah. So. And yeah. another thing I want to bring up real quickly, they're, they're, they're going to 730 starts for that night game. Yeah, like, but it not, it's always late though. It's never at. It's always like no earlier than seven forty-five. Yeah, but like other other years, it's always been at eight. Yeah, but I think they realize that that just ends like those games end like pretty much at midnight Eastern time, which is just too late. I think they might like maybe they looked at it and like they lose audience at the tail end of the game, fourth quarter. Even if it's a close game, maybe people are just like no, it's too late. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but. That that does cut into tailgating time if and when. The- oh god! Oh, are you kidding me? You have the whole day. You think you think if you start tailgating at eight a.m., whether or not you have to finish by you know six forty-five for a seven thirty as opposed to seven fifteen for an eight really makes a difference. I mean, kind of. It's still extra. Then start ta- then start tailgating forty-five minutes earlier. Yeah, you know I will. I know you will. You, you know I will, so don't say that to me. You can do whatever you want. Or don't yell at me when I wake up everyone in the hotel room two years from now. And Oh, and by I'm the way, for... this weekend was supposed to be the whiteout game, too. Yeah. I am looking forward to, on Saturday morning, a certain, a certain text finally resurfacing. Oh. Absolutely. Yes. I, I was I was just thinking about that too on on Monday. I was like, yeah. wow, like, I I can I can send a text out this weekend. I can uh, I I like it's my time to shine. I can't wait. It's been it's been too long. It, it's it's been what ten months? Yeah, because yeah. we played on like the 29th or whatever last year. Ten months, almost to the day. Like, wow, dude! Like, I'm like, I, I like got a rush. Like, I can feel the blood like flowing in me right now with the rush I got with excitement. I, like, I was excited before, but like, like wow! Like tomorrow's Thursday, then it's Friday, then like it's Penn State game day. Like, yeah. like I get to, I have a baptism on Saturday. Yeah, you said that. 
How annoying is that? What? It's not their game time, but like, yeah. well, whatever. Um. Well, I'm going to my friend's lake house. Yeah. And so, it's I'll be in Eastern time, so I'll from three thirty to seven, or whatever. I will be extremely locked in. I want to like I'm like so our losses like the Journey Brown loss shocked me. Yeah. Because again, just like just like Pat Chambers, like. We're the week of the first game. Like, I, I was just dumbfounded. At well, that. maybe it was something they didn't know about. It could have been, you know, because it was medical. It could have been something that just came up. Yeah, I mean, but you never I, know. But there's something going on there because if it was something medical, they do their preseason medical checks and physical. Well, so, stuff can happen after the physical. You know, it's not like, oh, okay, you passed the physical, you're fine. Like, stuff can still happen. But I want to know what it what what it is. It's a disease or illness that is going to keep him out for the whole year. This isn't like he has COVID and he's out for two two weeks or whatever. Like it's keeping out for the whole year. So that's okay. what makes me very curious to see what happens. Yeah, but if it's a medical thing, that's obviously probably pretty private. I'm, I don't want to pry. I mean, you have. No. You have I mean, I sure if, no, if Journey I, Brown could have played, he'd play. I guarantee. But he just no. I understand that like, completely, and I'm not going to pry either. But like. My curiosity is very because it's the week of the first game. Like it wasn't like this was like Michael Parsons saying I'm opting out. Like this is a week before uh, the week of, so days before the first game, and all of a sudden it comes out. Like this, if okay. if the coaches just found out that alters game plans, that alters everything, even ro- like like travel rosters, like. Maybe since he's playing, some guy got bumped up to the travel roster now. Like, we'll never know. But I'm just saying, like, that's where I'm getting at. Who do you think is going to be this year's Journey Brown? Like, guy who kind of comes out of nowhere. Like, last year, because last year was Journey Brown, right? He, he, I mean, yeah, nobody really knew. And then all of a sudden, he was just like the guy. I have my pick. I'm curious who yours is, if you have um, one. Well, I'll give you credit for this. They developed him because he was a very, very low star recruit coming out yeah. of high school. So, yeah, and he he was projected to be like a potential first round pick. Like he had yeah. serious potential. Yeah, my uh, um, I'll, I'll give you mine. Mine is Cam Sullivan Brown. I I was going to say Parker Washington. And We're both going wide receiver. Okay. Yeah. Well, someone has to step up. And but in Parker that. Washington, he's a true freshman, isn't he? That yes, and that's why I'm saying his name because he beat out people that were in the program for two or three years. Yeah, Daniel George, which is surprising, not non-starter. Um, I just okay. So the, the one thing that so the depth chart, which always probably gives you an extra inch or two in height, has him listed at five ten. Like unless you're KJ Hamler, who can be short, but also because of how fast and quick and athletic he was, didn't matter. Like. That's what I'm expecting out of Parker Washington, right? Because you're not going to go up and, you know, jump over corners and win the ball. Like, he's going to have to be able to make plays. That's the only thing. He has to be. Like, how else do you start at five at, at a, as 5'10", at, at wide receiver, and not be, like, a super shifty playmaker? Like, that's what I'm fully expecting from him to be just like that. Yeah, I'm excited. And, like, there's a lot of buzz, like, for him coming out of high school. 
Um, they like said he was a deep threat in high school, so I was like excited for that. But the fact that he's a true freshman, like pushing his way up to the front of this depth chart, awesome. Yeah, I, I, I can't wait. And another thing I, I was interested at the depth chart was um, was Cunts. He's third for tight ends. Behind Farmouth and the other Strange. Guys. Wait, so that oh he was supposed to be Farmouth's number two, but he's not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well. And he was supposed to be better than Farmouth coming out of high school. Well, I mean, considering Farmouth is maybe best tight end, probably at least top three best tight ends in the country, like it's hard to be better than him these days, but yeah, I see your so, point. I'm, I'm, I don't know, dude. I, dude, I love seeing the depth chart because this is one of those years where you look and like every name, for the most part, not not in every position, but for the most part, every name I saw in that depth chart, I was like, reliable player, solid player, good player. Remember him making great plays last year? Like every name on that depth chart was just like, all right, let's go. Like this is a good team. Yeah, you know what helps with that. Player development, recruiting. <laughs> no, but uh, I'm yeah. I like this is still a very this is arguably Penn State's still most talented in a while. I mean, this team is probably as talented as the 2017 team. A bit, yeah. I, I give it a little bit of edge. I mean, losing Journey Brown and Michael Parsons is big hits, but those are two positions that we had so many great guys behind them already. It wasn't like we lost Sean Clifford. When we lose Clifford, if like I'm not very excited. You, hear, you, you can hear it now. I'm not very excited for the guys that we have behind Clifford right now. I'm Christian Velo. Christian Velo. I'm very excited for Christian Velo. I'm not too happy of the guys behind us, right, behind Clifford right now. Not even Will Fries. No, no, what? No, who am I? Will Levis. Le- Levis. Levis? Yeah. Le- no? Le- Levis doesn't – I mean, I, I'm happy for him. I think he's a little bit better than Trace. But Taquan Robinson and uh, Micah Bowens, I think Micah Bowens sucks. When have you seen him play? I watched his film. Of course you did. But here, the, my, my, I, to me, Will Levis has serious Tommy Stevens energy. Like <laughs> – which he's, concerns me because he's one of those guys who's hype, 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 hype. Oh, wait, never mind. He's gone. Like, see you later. You know? So I don't yeah, know. I, um, I love Sean Clifford. I love Sean Clifford. I'm so oh, happy. Yeah. yeah. But, but um, I think we're getting two more seats. Like, we're going to get this year an extra out of Clifford. He's not going anywhere. Like, he's yeah, going to be here until no. they make him leave. Yeah, yeah. He, he's going to be here for the next two years. However, um, this this team is 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 good. It, I'm very excited for this. Yeah, team. I agree. And I've been saying that for three years now. Well, here is is Christian Ballou on the roster now, or is he? No, he no. will be next season though. He, yeah, he's he already said he's going to early enroll, so he'll be on campus in January. All right. Well, that's good because that gives him a year under Clifford to you know learn and develop and learn the offense and all that, which is good. Because I think he's going to be our number two. I mean, I, I do. I don't think he. I think I don't think he starts. You like, think it goes? You think it goes? Clifford Levis maybe for a year, and then Valu. 
Yeah, or I mean, like we almost had Justin Fields. So if we pick yeah. up on on these like recruit these quarterback recruiting rankings, no, actually, this this guy that we have for twenty twenty two, this Bo uh, uh, Perubla. Uh, yeah, um, I'm excited for him. I don't know if it's just because he grew up a Penn State fan or like it, he's a local kid, but I'm excited for him. I I got. I really can't wait, and he's taller too. So that's another thing that I like about him. Yeah. Um, but um, if if we get a high ranking quarterback recruit, I want to see what happens because we were very close to getting Justin Fields. Yeah, that's true. But um, see what happens. But yeah. I love I love the defense, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I love the defense. Yeah, the defense looks real good. The, the, I just love the linebackers because you know me. I play linebacker, but the Jesse Lukita finally getting play. Um, Brandon Smith. Yeah. Like, I, I I wish we could see Lance Dixon get thrown in there, and even Curtis Jacobs. But um, I I love Jesse Lukita. He's a Thumper, so love that. But I, I cannot wait for Saturday at three thirty. I, I can't. Oh, now I'm getting really excited. It's one of those things where, like, the more you start talking about it, like it was always kind of in the back of my mind, but I hadn't really been thinking about it much. But now that we're talking about it, and it's like you know seventy less than seventy two hours away or whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, it's just like all right, it's it, we're almost there. Like, let's go. Yo, I got a question for you because I I've actually been thinking about this a lot and debating yeah. with myself. So. I wear a jersey every Penn State game. I yeah. love jersey. You know that. So next Saturday, Penn State Whiteout, right? Okay. They're they're home. So typically, I try to wear like a blue jersey for home games, white white for away. However, it's a whiteout game, or supposedly a, a whiteout game. So do I wear for, for next Saturday? Do I wear a white jersey watching it, or do I wear my blue jersey? Because this Sunday we were my white, one of my white jerseys, but next Saturday would be the first home game, so I would tr- traditionally wear my first my first game is sixty seven, right? Yeah. But but you know this year I'm not gonna wear the sixty seven because it's away, um, and and then next week do I wear my regular sixty seven because it's a home game but it's blue, or do I wear a white jersey because it's white out? I think you should pretend like you were there. Like, what would you do if you were at Beaver Stadium and you'd be wearing white? So I think the answer is to wear white. Okay. Or you That's... could be like me and only own one jersey, so you don't have to worry about this. You can just wear the same jersey every every game. No, I I've I have like fourteen, fifteen. You have I forget how many. that many Penn State jerseys. I forget how many I have, honestly. Jesus. I was I was six. That's just football jerseys too. That's not counting my basketball jersey or my two hockey jerseys. <laughs> I'm trying to think right now. I was never a big jersey guy. I love jerseys. I think my Penn State jersey is the only one I like have worn since who knows how long. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of the numbers I have. I have at least 
10. I know that for a fact. I think I'm missing a couple numbers. Jeez. It's a lot. Love them. Love them. Um, damn it, dude. But now it begins. It begins. Raise. Wait. When we when we started this, wasn't it in the fourth inning of the World Series? Yeah. Because now it's only the fifth, or going into the sixth. No, it's bot. It's top of the sixth. Two outs. Yeah, it's only the top of the sixth. It's been like an inning and a half in like the hour and fifteen minutes we've been talking. Well, there's there's been uh, five runs scored. This is why I can't watch the World Series. It's too slow. Every pitch takes like three minutes. That's like baseball, dude. That's it, it, no. The regular season games go by quick enough. Holy, you're an idiot if you're saying that. What do you that. mean? There's no difference between a regular season baseball game and a postseason baseball game. Oh, I would guarantee you, if you looked at the average time of a regular season game versus the average time for a playoff game, the playoff game would be like at least a half hour longer on average. Uh, I don't think so. I'm thinking so. Maybe because of more pitching changes, but. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not going to watch a World Series game until the White Sox are in it, so I don't need to worry about it. What about the Phillies? Maybe if the Phillies made it, I'd watch, but that would be to be yeah. determined. It's going to be a long while until the Phillies are back. Yeah. White Sox are going to be good. They were going through – I was reading an article about everyone they've that they'll have re-signed for next year and, like, they're really only losing a couple of guys, all of which, like, they're losing, uh, probably going to lose James McCann, which is, like, sucks. I love James McCann, but considering who we have at catcher, like, okay, not too concerned about that. So you're actually keeping up with the White Sox? Yeah. Well, those articles are, like, pushed to me, so I just read them when I get, like, a notification. It's like, oh, and also, dude, the Sox, we haven't thought the Sox dumped Ricky Renneria. Oh, that's what we need to do the most. You know why? You know why the Sox needed to do that? Because their coach couldn't develop their players and coach the right way, and that's why we didn't beat the A's. With all that talent, we still couldn't beat the A's because of our coach. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. All right. All right. Well, I got to go, dude. All right. But uh, good shit. Excited for the weekend. Yep. There'll be plenty to talk about. Oh, for sure. And uh, get ready for uh, Saturday morning. Oh, well, you know me. I'll be up three hours before you, so. I don't, I don't actually have to wake up kind of early. I don't know what we're going to do. I think I might hit the gym in the morning or just skip the gym in general. But, um, uh, well, either way. Yeah, we'll be talking. Yeah, we'll be talking. All right, dude. I'll see you. Stay safe. All right, you too. I'll see you. See you.